Start going to shake. There's like two types of mudalis. Two types. One of them is when you uh, when you skip the shake. Eh? And the other one is the chain. Eh, you just you describe them. Yes, tasifuhu, lakin bisifatin laysat mashhuran bihi. The first one is that you remove the shaykh, مثلاً, and the, the second one is that you don't remove him totally, but you describe him in a manner that uh, description that he's not known by or known with accent. So now we're going to give you the meaning, inshallah ta'ala, of tadlis. قال والمعضل ساقط منه اثنان وما أتى مدلس النوعان. so he says and the معضل the hadith that is called معضل is the hadith in which two narrators are omitted two narrators are omitted وذكرنا يا إخوان لكم هنا في هذا التعريف شرط شرط أو ذكرنا في هذا الحديث شرطا so we mention here a condition for the hadith to be mu'adal something has to be there something has to be there many alam who remembers who knows for the hadith to be mu'adal a condition has to be there uh, two carriers have to be consecutive ay consecutive we mentioned another benefit also for you students of al-hadith. May Allah make us all students of hadith, ya ikhwan. Every hadith that is mu'dal is munqatir, is broken. But not every munqatir is mu'dala. Fal mu'dal inqita'un khas. Wal madha munqatir inqita'am. The word mu'dal, the chain is broken, yes. But it's a specific type of breakage. So not every mu'adal is munqatir. Munqatir is a general breaking of the chain. Write down this definition, ya ikhwan. At-tadlis or mudallas huwa an yarwiya al-rawi amman sami'a minhu ma lam yasma' minhu. ما لم يسمع منه بصيغة توهم السماع منه أن يروي الراوي عمن سمع منه ما لم يسمع منه بصيغة توهم السماع منه So I want you to write يا إخوان The تدليس or you can say مدلس is when the narrator narrates from someone that he heard from. The narrator narrates from someone that's actually one of his mashaykh. He heard from this, this teacher, this shaykh. But with his narrator right now, he didn't hear from him. So, let's say that again. The narrator is narrating from someone that he heard from. That's his shaykh. But this particular hadith here, Lam yasma' minhu. He didn't hear it from him. But he mentions it in a, a way that gives the impression. He mentions it in a manner. 
he mentions it in a way that it looks like it looks like he heard it from him it looks like he heard it from him we give an example Abu Muhammad Abdul Hamid Al Hujuri Al Zakari, Hafidahullah Ta'ala, Wadrulahu Al Ani Al Khwan Hua Muridun, Wallahu Mashfihi Wa Jimia, Mada and Ulama. Toy, for example, one of our Mashaykh that we had the honor to benefit from is our Shaykh Abu Muhammad Abdul Hamid Al Hujuri Al Zakari. And make dua for me, Khwan, as the Shaykh is he's sick now. He just came home from the hospital, mashallah, in Yemen there. And he said he's doing a little better. Keep him in your dua, inshallah ta'ala. One of our mashaykh that we had the honor to benefit from, who we still study with today, still alive in Yemen, Abu Muhammad Abdul Hamid al-Hujuri, al-Za'kari. So I heard a lot of things from him. So I'll give you an example. He's one of our mashaykh. But I'm going to mention something I didn't hear him say. Right? But I'm going to say it in a way that looks like I heard him say it. So he's one of our mashaykh. So I say, مثلاً, عن الشيخ عبد الحميد الحجوري أقسام التوحيدي قال بعض العلماء اثنين قال بعضهم ثلاثة قال بعضهم أربعة Right? So I say, on the authority of our Shaykh. So since I study with him, and I say on the authority of him, I say, an. It looks like I heard it from him. But I didn't hear this from him. I read it in one of his books. So I say, on the authority of the Shaykh. Since you study with him, it looks like since you're saying, an, that he heard it from him. He's one of his Mashaykh. So this is mudallis or tadlis. And yarwi al-rawi amma sami'a minhu ma lam yasma'a minhu bi sigat al-tawahum al-sima'i minhu. Where the narrator narrates from someone he heard from. Something he didn't hear him. He didn't hear it from him. And he gives the, he says it in a way that it gives the impression that he heard it from him. He says an or an on the authority of or that. Such and such said. So this is the general definition of tadlis, or you can say modellas. Man yukharrur, who can repeat ya khwa? Ahadukum, masi. And means on the authority of. On the authority of, you can also say. An. An, bil ayn, and an, with a fatha. Kalimatan mukhtarifatan, two different words. An and an. An and. One is on the authority of An and in Nabi, on the authority of the Prophet. Or we say An and Nabi, that the Prophet of Allah said. Oh, you can say Mudallas. When the narrator narrates from someone something that he did not hear from him. He's one of his students. But this narration, he didn't hear him say it, but he's attributing it to him. He says an or an 
on the authority of Sheikh Muqbil. So it looks like we're now reading it from him. But there's someone between us there that should be mentioned. This is Mudallas. Who doesn't understand the issue of Mudallas Tadlis? So is that narrative doing it on purpose or is it? That's a nice question, you. The answer is sometimes yes. وقد لا ولا قد لا يكون مذموما وقد يكون مذموما and sometimes the narrator who is doing tadlis sometimes he can be doing something disgraceful and sometimes no sometimes no مثالا an example of that مثلا إذا طيب من مشيخنا أم وعبد الوادعية حفظها الله from one of our مشايخ is a woman the daughter of Sheikh Mukbur Rahim Allah, one of our Mashaykh, she's a female. Sometimes the narrator, he has students. Suppose he thinks that if I mention that this is from a Shaykha, she's a woman, the brothers may not take it because she's a woman. Sometimes that happens. Oh, Shaykhi Sagheer, for sin. While the Ikhwa Yadahakuna li anani akhatu li ilma min Shaykhin Sagheer. Falidalik Yudalis. Another example a person may have a young Shaykh. A young Shaykh. The scholars are usually old, older. So he has a young teacher. So he may feel that the students, the people that he's talking to, narrating to, they may not take it. If I say the Shaykh was young, He's 40, 45. Nobody's a sheikh at that age. So you say, my sheikh, and I mention him by name. Now you know, oh, that's the young sheikh. That, what he's saying is incorrect. So he may make tadlis here. So sometimes it's done on purpose. And sometimes it's not done on purpose. Another example. Another example. Another example, and this happens a lot. The narrator is narrating from his shaykh that the people deem him to be weak, the shaykh. But to him, he's not weak. But if he narrates it, the people see that shaykh to be weak. They're not going to take it. So he describes the shaykh in a different manner. Sometimes on purpose, sometimes not on purpose. It depends on the person's intention. فَلِذَٰلِكَ قَالَ بَعْدَ الْعُلَمَاءَ التَّدْلِيسُ أَخُوَ الْكَبِرِ And as we mentioned a few times ago, some scholars, they say Tadlis is the brother of lying. Is the brother of lying. طَيْقَ قَالَ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ ومثال هذا أن سفيان بن عيينة حدث عن زهري فقيل له سمعته من زهري فقال لا ولا من من سمعه من زهري An example of Tadlis is the great Imam is an Imam of Hadith one of the Imma, the great leaders of Hadith Sufyan ibn Uyayna He narrates on the authority of Zuhri It was said to him, did you hear this from Zuhri? He said no 
He said, nor did I hear it from someone who heard it from him. So he heard it from a student of a student of a Zuhuri. But he mentioned it on a Zuhuri. Someone asked him, Samitha Adam in a Zuhuri? He said, nor did I hear it from someone who heard it from him. So here is Tadlis. You can also say Mu'dal here. Because Sufyan uh, ibn Uyayna, he mentions the narration, but he excluded two narrators here. He mentioned it on the authority of Zuhri, as if he heard it from Zuhri. But in reality, he didn't hear it from Imam al-Zuhri. So he, he excluded two narrators. And some scholars say that this tadlis is disliked. This type here is disliked. And some scholars, they look down upon Sufyan ibn Uyayna for this regard. They say sometimes he makes tadlis. Some scholars say Hassan al-Basri sometimes make tadlis. No. Tonight's benefit. The scholars of hadith differ. Do you accept the narration of someone that's known to do tadlis? The scholars of Islam they differ. If someone in the chain is known to make this tadlis, do you accept his narration or not? First opinion. First opinion. If someone who makes tadlis and he says it in a way that is not clear if he heard it directly from the person or not? Is this chain connected or not? It's not, let me obey him, it's not clear. He says, the, the strongest opinion here is that this is Mursal. If someone is known to make tadlis and you can't determine how he said it, did he hear it from him directly? Is the chain complete or not? If it's not clear, then in this regard, this hadith will have the ruling of Mursal. The hadith will be Mursal. Ma hukmul Mursal? What's the ruling on the Mursal hadith? Man yadkur, who remembers? Mursal sahih or oh, da'i? Mursal? Yes, it's like the Mursal hadith. It's missing? So what's the general ruling of Mursal? It's, it's, it's accepted. Accepted? Oh, who said that? Or remember, the issue of the Mursal, you don't know the Sahabi. If the Sahabi is missing, like a Durgu, that doesn't harm. The thing that's fair with the Mursal, and it could be another Tabi. So generally, the Mursal is Daif. Generally, the Mursal Hadith is Munqatir, is broken. إذا نجد حديث المرسلة حكمه عموما أنه ضعيف. If we come across a hadith that's مرسل قال حسن البصري قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام. The general ruling of the hadith that's مرسل is that it is broken. The chain is broken, so the hadith is weak. However, 
There's some ulama yaqbiluna hadith al-mursal bi shuruq. Minhum al-imam Ahmad rahimahullah ta'ala. There are some scholars, ikhwan, who accept the hadith as mursal. Not all the ulama, most scholars say it's weak. Some only accept it if it's the strongest hadith of that issue. Then they accept it. They have different conditions. Imam Ahmed says, Imam Ahmed had the position that he accepts the hadith as mursal depending upon who it's from. If it's from the lower tabi'un, no. The middle tabi'un, no. The elite, the major scholars of the tabi'un, he would accept it. So, the general ruling of the mursal, is that it is weak. Why is it weak? They made that da'if. Why is it weak? Maybe the Jamari came from Tabi. So what's the what's the real what's the Sahabi is missing? So the Sahabi is missing. It's broken. In Qitar al-Sanad. The chain is broken. In Qitar al-Sanad. If he mentions if uh, a Tabi he says call him Nabi. You don't know if he heard it from a companion or another Tabi. But generally the hadith is Munqatir, it is broken. So the hadith that's munqatir is da'if. Can a hadith that's munqatir be accepted? Can a hadith that is broken be accepted? Be authentic or hasan? And then a riwayah mathalan, qala Hassan al-Basri, qala Nabi, alayhi salam. Hassan al-Basri says that the Prophet of Allah said, this hadith is broken. It's munqatir, it's more so. Tayyip, hal can this riwayah be accepted? Uh, yes. How? If there is another hadith. Accent. If there's another narration, Remember, Yaqwan, just because you have one narration here, you can have another narration that teaches us, explains to us who is the person missing. If you have another narration clarifying, oh, Hassan al Basri heard that from Ibn Abbas, but in this hadith he didn't mention it. He says, call a Nabi. But there's another wording, another variation that lets us know he heard it from Ibn Abbas, who heard it from the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. So this chain, Shaykh al-Bani does this a lot. This chain can be da'if, but there's another chain and it makes it hasan. In some books, people get confused. Shaykh al-Bani, not all the time he mentions the sabab, the illa of the da'af. Sometimes when Shaykh al-Bani, he mentions this hadith is weak. He doesn't always say why is weak. Sometimes he does that. If he explains it in another book, he has to refer to that book. I already, already explained that. For example, go to Abu Dawood, page such and such and such and such, to save time. So sometimes if he already explained it, he may say this hadith is weak. Then you come across him again, he says, this hadith is hasan. Sometimes the students, they think, hey, I'm confused. One time Sheikh Al-Bani says it's Da'if, one time he says it's Hassan. There's no confusion. Who can explain? One time he says this hadith is weak. Next time, same issue. Now the hadith is Hassan. The weak one had somebody missing. Huh? The weak one had somebody missing. Somebody could be missing, and then another chain could what? Could be a different chain, clarifying. Also, remember, Yaqwan. Sometimes the scholars are talking about the, the riwayah right in front of them. The narration right in front of them. It doesn't mean there's not another hadith. 
Sometimes our beloved Imam Ayyub is reciting to us after the Salah from the book of uh, Imam al-Bukhari. Adab al-Mufrad. Hadha adab al-Mufrad kitab al-Azim. Huwa laysa kal-adab fi kitab al-adab fi sahih al-Bukhari. Kitabani mukhtarifan. The book by Bukhari al-Adab al-Mufrad is not the same book in the Sahih of al-Bukhari, the book of manners. Two different books. Some Muslims think they're the same book. But somebody took it out of the Sahih and made it one book by itself. No, they're two different books. A hadith fil adab laysat ka hadith fil sahih quwwatan wa sihhatan. La, abadan. The hadith that are in adab al-Mufrad are not like the hadith that's in the Sahih. They're not as strong. They don't have the same conditions. وفي الأدب المفرد فيه كثير من أحاديث ضعيفة جدا. ليس جدا كثير. In the book الأدب المفرد is a tremendous book, one of the best books you're going to study of manners and adab and character, but it has a lot of weak narrations. But sometimes the scholars they say this hadith is weak, but uh, this chain is weak, but the hadith is sahih. You find that a lot in الأدب المفرد. This chain in front of you that Bukhari mentions, فيها ضعف. It has weakness in it. But the hadith is sahih. What do they mean? جاء في حديث آخر بدون علا القادحة يصحيحه العلماء. That this chain that Bukhari used in adab, this chain here, has weakness. But it comes another hadith. The same exact wording in Nasa'i, in Muslim. And that chain is authentic. So you find that Allah. So the scholar could be talking about a hadith right in front of him. He says this hadith is weak. Or he says this chain is weak, but the hadith is sahih. He's talking about another wording or another chain of narration. Is it allowed to take benefit from a weak hadith? It's allowed. It is allowed. It is allowed. So for this reason you find many of the ulama of hadith. They mention a hadith, say it's weak, and still give you the benefits of it. Although it's weak. It could be linguistic. A meaning may come in another ayah. For example, hadith. What's the weak hadith, ikhwan? The messenger, according to some of the people, they say the messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, said, Cleanliness is from iman. Have a hadith, la aslafi. La aslafi. This hadith has no origin. Lakin al ma'ana, la basabi. But the meaning is there. Nadafa min al iman. قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام الطهارة شط الإيمان الحديث عند الإمام مسلم من حديث مالك بن من حديث أبي مالك العشري رضي الله تعالى عنه. The Messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام he says طهارة is half of إيمان. So it's a different wording. So you can say the meaning of the first hadith is okay. You can derive it from another narration. This one is collected by the Imam Muslim by Abu Malik al-Ashari that the Messenger of Allah said. Al-Tahara is half of Iman. There many, there's another hadith that people, uh, they say that the Messenger of Allah said, اطلبوا للعلم ولو بالسين من حديث أنس عند الإمام ابن عبد البر في الجامع The Messenger of Allah, he says, seek knowledge even if it's in China. Narrated by Anas, collected by ibn عبد البر in his Jami' by Al-Ilmi wa Fadlih. His collection of uh, Narrations of knowledge and their virtues. This hadith is weak, yaqwan. But the meaning is there. If the knowledge is in the sin, then the student of the knowledge will go to the sin. 
If their knowledge is in China, it's upon the students of knowledge to go to China. If knowledge is in Pakistan, it's upon the students of Hadith to go to Pakistan. If the knowledge is in Yemen, it's upon the students to go to Yemen. You're gonna go wherever knowledge is. For example, you're in a city or state that they teach Quran and Sunnah, you're not just gonna sit there twiddling your thumbs. No, you're gonna to go to that masjid, you're gonna to go to those classes, you're gonna go benefit. So many of the ulama do mention some of the benefits of a weak hadith. It can be linguistic, it can be connected to another eye or another hadith. Even today, I'm amazed by this. May Allah bless them, you and all of us. Even now, in the midst of a war, it's still a war in Yemen. It's not as, as uh, to the level it was, but those Houthiyun are still doing what they do. For example, right now, today, you still have scholars there today still teaching the Quran and Sunnah. From them are Sheikh Abdul Hamid al Hujuri. He's still in Yemen. He didn't leave like a lot of people. The Sheikh Muhammad al Hizam, still in Yemen. Sheikh al Bur'i, they're still in Yemen. Uh, and they're still teaching to this day, Ikhwan. In the midst of a war, where somebody may say, hey, Ya Sheikh, you don't have to teach no more. There's a war going on. He says, yes, we don't have to teach, but we're still going to teach. And if somebody kills us, somebody else comes and teach. And if somebody takes his life, somebody else comes and teach. He says, that's Islam. We're not going to stop me, Ikhwan, until Allah takes our soul. Alhamdulillah. So they're still there. Alhamdulillah. May Allah make it easy, Ikhwan. Well, is there a reason they invaded? Uh, I don't know their reason. Some of the people say the truth is they wrote a letter to different governments in the world asking them to surrender their country to them. The president years ago, Saleh, uh, Abdullah Ali Saleh, they wrote a letter to him. And they said, hey, if you don't surrender the country, we're going to take it. And he retired. He didn't want to fight them. For example, at any rate, somebody has given them money and the likes. Now they're, they're strong. They're the ones trying to take over the world. And, and they have a terrible image of Islam. And what they're doing is not from Islam. So it's upon us to learn our religion and to defend our, our religion from falsehood. Some of them say, I'm the leader of the Salafis. They were like, no, okay. At any rate, may Allah help us but some of them are still there, teaching to this day, even in the midst of you could be killed. May Allah help us. Those who are really in jihad, for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, still teaching, and the students still coming to the masjid. MashaAllah, just imagine your ikhwan. May Allah help us. May Allah help Ta'ib Namshi, let's continue your ikhwan. Let's write this benefit down here, Ikhwan. قَالَ شُعْبَ إِبْنُ حَجَّاجِ التَّدْلِيسُ أَخُ الْكَذِبِ The Imam Shu'ba Ibn Hajjaj, he used to say that Tadlees is the brother of lying. Tadlees is the brother of lying. Shu'ba Ibn Hajjaj used to say التَّدْلِيسُ أَخُ الْكَذِبِ 
this is mentioned in the book Al-Kifaya fi ilm al-riwaya that which is sufficient regarding the knowledge of the narration Al-Kifaya fi ilm al-riwaya طيب الآن أذكر إمامين مشهوران أو مشهورين بالتدليس. So now we're going to give you two great imams who were known to make tadlis. They would do this. قال بقية ابن وليد. One of them you're going to see in the chains when we get to the books when we start memorizing the men in the chain. You're going to come across this name بقية ابن وليد. بقية ابن وليد وكذلك من المشهورين بالتدليس وليد بن مسلم وليد ابن مسلم also you're going to come across a man who's known to make tadlis also his name is وليد ابن مسلم Let's continue, Ikhwan. The next line of poetry we're going to recite, Ikhwan. I'll say, you say, I'll say, you say. قال الإمام البيقوني رحمه الله تعالى قال الإمام البيقوني رحمه الله تعالى وما يخالف ثقة به الملأ وما يخالف ثقة وما يخالف ثقة به الملأ فالشاذ والمقبول قسمان تلا إبدال راون ما براون قسم وقلب إسناد لمتن قسم قال الإمام البيقوني رحمه الله تعالى وما يخالف ثقة به الملا فالشاذ والمقبول قسمان تلا إبدال راو ما براو قسم وقلب إسناد لمتن قسم طيب أكتبوا هذا يا إخوان write this down الحديث الشاذ الحديث الشاذ the hadith that has a shadh a shadh طيب الشاذ الشاذ هو مخالفة الثقة Is that the definition of the hadith? Definition of hadith al now. Mukhalifatu thiqa liman huwa 
لمن هو أرجح منه مخالفة الثقة لمن هو أرجح منه You're going to write It's the opposition of a reliable narrator Opposing someone who is more reliable than him The opposition of a reliable narrator Opposing someone who is more reliable than him Al-Hadith al-Shaz, the Hadith that is Shaz, is the Hadith that it has Mukhalifatul Thiqa, the opposition of a reliable narrator, Liman huwa arjahu minhu, who is opposing someone more reliable than him. Al-Fa'idatul Tata'alluqu bil-Shaz, a benefit connected to Shaz. A benefit connected to Shaz. Wukur al-Shaz fil-Sanadi waqad yakunu fil-Matin. Fil-Sanadi waqad yakunu fil-Matin. The Shaz can take place in the chain and it can also take place in the Matin. Shaz can take place in the chain. It can also take place in the mitten. Oh, fihima three parts. And it can take place in the chain and in the mitten together. So three parts. Shaz wukur ashaz fil mitten. Shaz can come in the uh, in the text. Wafil sanad it can come in the chain. And it can come in both of them together. Shad can exist in three places. You're going to write, it can ex exist in the chain, it can exist in the metan, and it can exist in both of them together. Shad can exist in the, the wording of the hadith, the metan. It can also... Uh, when we say metin, we're not, we're not meaning that the Messenger of Allah makes shad. No. The wording that one of the narrators is saying, for example. So it can come in the metin, it can come in the senate, and it can come also in both of them. Bible can repeat the three places that shad can be found. So Shad, the meaning of Shad, they're going to write the opposition of a reliable narrator. Opposing someone who's more reliable than him. Is more reliable than him. It can also take place in one of three places. Fis Sanat in the chain, Fid Metan in the text, 
And and both of them together. And both of them together. طيب قال الإمام الدار قطني قال الإمام الدار قطني إمام الدار قطني he narrates or he collects عن عائشة on the threat of عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم تتمسنج عليه صلى الله عليه وسلم كان يقصر في السفر ويتم ويفطر ويصوم. So this hadith is collected by Imam Al-Darqutni. Imam Al-Darqutni he says on the authority of Aisha that the Messenger Ali sallallahu alaihi while he was on a journey he was sometimes short in his prayer and other times complete his prayer and he would break his fast and sometimes he would fast. Sometimes while he was traveling. He will shorten his prayer and sometimes he will complete his prayer. And sometimes he will not fast and sometimes he will fast. This hadith is collected by Imam Ad-Darqutuni. And Ad-Darqutuni said about the hadith, the chain is authentic. The chain is authentic. طيب الدارقطني قال إسناده صحيح الدارقطني says about the hadith in his opinion in his blessed knowledge one of the imams of hadith دارقطني one of the great imams of hadith he says إسناده صحيح the chain is authentic طيب فهذا حديث رجاله رجاله إسناده ثقات this hadith all of the men in the chain are reliable وقد صحها إسناده دارقطني إن دارقطني said the chain is authentic لكنه شاذ سندا ومتنا however when you really look at the narration and dissect it and scrutinize it and check it you find that it has شاذ in two places in the متن and the wording and also in the text so Darqutuni is saying the hadith is sound. However, other scholars say no. When you really look at it, they say this is a mistake that Imam Darqutuni he made. Is it okay to correct a scholar? What do you guys say about that? Someone comes and say, hey, we love this Imam, but he got it wrong here. May Allah bless him. What do you say about that? Is that okay? Yeah. That's defa on the religion. That's a defense against the religion, Yaqwan. Our religion is not about friendship. It's not about alone. My skin color matches his skin color. That's my homeboy. I love you, Yaqi. I'm a white man. You're a white man. I love you because we have the same, mashallah. Put your hand right here. We have the same hand, Yaqi. I'm black. You're black also. Alhamdulillah. No. That's not from Islam, Yaqwan. You love all the Muslims. The black, the white, the Arab, the Indian, the Afghani, the... African-American, any country, that Chinese man, the Malaysian man, you love all the Muslims, that's our religion. Alhamdulillah. 
and we don't incline towards someone because hey I'm from China and you're from China no that's not Islam you love all the Muslims you know all the Muslims طيب. but you correct with manners and good conduct and good character you're not going to be harsh like some people nowadays the Sheikh made a mistake he's no longer a Sheikh not like that yeah. or the Imam made a mistake he's no longer an Imam no that's not from Islam yeah. if it's a mistake it has to be a mistake it can't be his opinion contradicts my opinion no it has to be a khata, a mistake if it is a mistake a, 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 a incorrect, a mistake is corrected. That's Islam. And you keep the honor of the brother. You keep the honor of the sister. Not like today. Somebody makes a mistake. The brother reads a book. Oh, Sheikh Al-Bani got it wrong. Well, you mean kitab. The person reads a book and he says, Oh, this book has a mistake. And he takes the book and rips the book up. I'm not reading that book. It has a mistake. No, if you're a true student of knowledge, correct the mistake. Show us a mistake. Correct it and keep the honor. Sheikh Al-Bani got real famous by doing that in his country, in Sham, in Syria. He used to read a book that was real famous in the Hanafi Madhab. Real famous. Irwal Al-Ghalil. A real famous book. But it had a lot of weak hadith. I think he was Shafi'i, but I think he, uh, he was Shafi'i. Imam Al Ghazali was Shafi'i, I believe, but I, believe, I think he started off as Hanafi. And we'll check that. The book was by Imam Al Ghazali. Either he was Shafi the whole time, or he began Hanafiyan and then turned to follow Imam Shafi's method. Wallah So the book was known in Syria, in Sham, for example. Imam Al-Bani was Hanafi in the beginning. He wasn't Hadithian yet. He didn't follow the Hadith yet. When he first began his Talab al-Ilm, he was, as he would say, I followed the Hanafi Madhab. Whatever the Hanafi Madhab said, that was my way. Whatever they said, Abu Hanifa said, Abu Hanifa said, Abu Hanifa said, that's what I did. Then he started studying more and more and more and more and more. And he realized the great Imam is not always right. That sometimes there are other hadith. And we don't restrict our Islam to one madhab. No. We take the hadith wherever the hadith comes. If it's authentic, if it's not in our madhab, we take it. We take it. We teach mainly at Masjid Salam. There are many other Scholars and students that teach in this state, this city. So somebody mentions from the Imam at Masjid such and such. What's the Imam at ITKCGC? What's that Imam there? Hafidhullah Ta'ala, may Allah bless him. His name escapes me at this moment, Yahwan. They have two Imams there. Bakil. Bakil. Who's the teachers there? Mention one of the teachers. I think they have two teachers there. On Sunday school, they do something. That's the big Masjid, right? Yeah. Uh, whatever his name is, may Allah bless him, may Allah honor him, may Allah raise him. So we're teaching something and we don't mention this hadith. The Imam there mentions that hadith. 
If it's authentic, we're gonna not we're gonna say, hey, no, the teachers of Masjid Salam didn't mention that hadith, so we're not gonna take that. No, no, no. If the hadith is sahih, if it's authentic, that's the only condition. If it's authentic, we're gonna take that hadith. If shaitan if shaitan comes to us and we seek refuge from shaitan coming to us if shaitan comes to us and teaches us a hadith of the messenger that's authentic we're going to say no no because that's from shaitan no no matter who it comes from no matter who it comes from, yeah, that's a principle. If it's authentic, we take it. Oh, you know the answer, eh? How do you know if it's authentic? What if he lies about it and say that's okay? Now you check it. What's the hadith of Sahih? What? Like, you don't know the chain, that's what I'm If you don't know, then you can't ascertain. That's different. If you don't know the chain, for example, sometimes the way we narrate hadith, we don't mention the chain all the time. Somebody may say, well, how can I check it? So that's, that, that can be difficult. You may have to mention the chain or find the chain because from the condition of the authentic hadith is that the chain has to be complete. So, shaitan comes to you and he mentions the hadith and you can't ascertain it. Then you make tawakkuf, then you stop. Because you can't say it's authentic, you can't say it's weak. So you stop. Until you learn, oh, that chain is weak, hadith is weak, for example. Or oh, that hadith is authentic. That's different. Tayyip. Somebody comes to you that's a non-Muslim and he says Bukhari says mentions the hadith going back to the message of Allah And it's authentic. You're going to say no. No, I can't take that because it came from you. That's not Islam Take it Taking a madhab is just a means It's allowed. It's a means. It's not the goal It's not the goal the madhab is just an instrument to teach you how to summarize, how to ascertain if the hadith is authentic. That's it. Nowadays we go to war, we fight one another. I won't marry my daughter to the brother because he's Shafi'i and I'm Hanafi. No, not like that. I won't pray in his masjid if that brother leaves the salah. No, he's going to pray with his hands on his stomach. He's Hanafi. I'm Hanbali. I'm not going to pray behind him. No, that's your ignorance. That's your ignorance, yeah. It's allowed to take a madhab be sharatin wahid adamu taqlid as long as you don't blind follow. And some people say, why don't you say it's recommended? You say it's allowed because we learn in Islam to say something is recommended, you need proof, you need a command from Allah's Messenger. Somebody may say, most scholars took a madhab, Allah alam the number, only Allah knows the number, but we say many scholars took a madhab and many scholars did not take a madhab. Every scholar you name that has a madhab, I can give you another scholar that didn't take a madhab. Starting with? Bukhari. Before Bukhari. Who would I begin with? Sufyan. Before Sufyan. Hassan himself. Before Hassan. Hassan. Before any tabian you give me? The, the companion. <laughs> right? Somebody says, hey, Ibn Kathir was Shafi'i. That's true. Ibn Taymiyyah was Hanbali. That's true. Who else? Muhammad ibn Hassan was Hanafi. True. One of the best scholars of fiqh you're ever going to study. True. But he didn't blame for Abu Hanifa. People forget that. He loved Abu Hanifa. Abu Hanifa went, he went. 
He sat in almost all of his classes. That was his main shaykh. His main shaykh. He said, he said, I differ with my shaykh in most of the madhab. One narration, a third of the madhab. But that's my shaykh. He didn't blindfold him. And this is the true student of knowledge. You're not going to blindfold My shaykh said it, so it has to be like my shaykh said. No, that's not Islam, ya khuan. You have to do the, the taftish. You have to do the research. You have to do the bahth. You have to sometimes go back and check it. For example, and no one should get offended there. No one should get offended there. That's Islam. That's seeking knowledge, for example. <laughs> At any rate, so it's allowed to take a madhab. One of our beloved brothers asked us recently, why don't you take a madhab? I say, I'll take a madhab if you wish. Yeah, that's. What's my madhab? I follow the madhab of the Prophet. If you want me to say the word madhab, okay, I'll play your little game. My madhab is the madhab of the Prophet. Because to you, you think that there are only four madhahib. I say, no, I'll follow the madhahib of Abu Bakr, Umar, Aisha, Abu Hurairah. What was their madhahib? They took the hadith of the Prophet, alayhi salatu What was Bukhari's madhahib? He took the hadith. He, was, he followed the Quran and Sunnah. He was hadithi. Wherever the hadith went. Imam al-Shafi, he did have a madhahib. When he first began, he used to blind follow Imam Malik. When he first began, and then he accepted the hadith of the Messenger والسلام, no matter where it came from. Shaykh al-Bani, rahimahullah, used to be Hanafi. He used to say, I was Hanafiyan, I was Hanafi. In my beginning, seeking knowledge, I was Hanafi. And then he began to study more and more and memorize more hadith and more hadith, more hadith. And then he took the hadith no matter what madhab it came from. And that should be the student of knowledge, Yahuwah. So this book, Irwal Walid, it was a tremendous book in fiqh, but it has a lot of weak ahadith. Sheikh Al-Bani didn't come and burn the book like some people say today, the book has a mistake, burn it. No, that kalam doesn't even sound like a Muslim. You're going to burn up, not like that, ya khuan. So Sheikh Al-Bani, what did he do? He came, So what did Sheikh Al-Bani do? He came and he corrected those weak narrations that are there. Those hadith that were weak, he showed that they were weak and why they are weak. And then he mentioned the authentic ones in their places. He made it more beneficial. And he became famous for this, mashallah ta'ala. But his first earlier works, he was correcting some narrations that came. Sheikh Mupu used to say in Yemen, we wish we had more time to correct this book and correct that book. He used to say, I wish somebody comes and checks the hadith in Imam Malik's Mawatta. One of the best books you're going to study in the fiqh, but it has a lot of weak narrations. He said, I wish somebody comes from the students, from the mashayikh, and put the authentic ones in one volume and the weak ones in another volume. Tremendous. There's no time to play. There's no time. If you took the books that have weak narrations, somebody comes and corrects them. For example, it's a task, it's a defense of the Sunnah of the Messenger, it's a defense of an Islam, for example. Look how many times people come and say, Allah said, and that verse is nowhere in the Qur'an. Someone comes and shows and clarifies that this is not from the Qur'an. This is the verse you should have said, or this is not in Bukhari. This is the hadith that's in Bukhari. You find that many times, therefore. So that's why we are in need of students of knowledge. You brothers, mashallah, can be the ones. 
Somebody says, why in Kansas City, we don't have no judges. We don't have nowhere where you can take your affairs to outside the massage. That's true. We don't have nowhere you can go except the massage. You brothers and sisters can be the ones. We have a panel, alhamdulillah. And the issues come to these 10 brothers, these 10 sisters, mashallah. They come together with their knowledge of Quran and Sunnah and answer the questions of the people. Why nobody came yet and took Kitab to He and clarified all the authentic hadith from the weak hadith and put it in one volume, one book? It'd be amazing, Ikhwan. May Allah bless you all, Ikhwan. You brothers and sisters could be the one. May Allah bless you all and allow all of us to be from the students of knowledge of this blessed religion. We have one minute left, Ikhwan. Anyone has any comments or questions or, or say or anything? We'll stop there, inshallah. Keep up the good work, May Allah bless you Allah, 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 Allah,